our intro, Dad. Hello. I'm the star of this show. Okay. And there's another person sitting here. I forgot her name. <laughs> Jeez. That's not the whole intro. Come on. We've done 23 episodes. You, you got to remember the intro. Oh, yeah, I got, okay. I got it. Hello. I'm Ned, the star of this show. And there's another person sitting here who will be asking me questions. Mm-hmm. A person has a name, but it's unimportant to the show. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the is actual intro. It? No, uh, this is the actual intro. Hello. Hello. And welcome. And welcome. Are you going to keep repeating? No. Okay, hello. Hello. And, <laughs> and welcome to the 24th episode of Filling in the Blanks, a movie review podcast with my father. I'm your host, Em, and this is my dad. Cue for you to say hi. What? Huh? And this is my dad. Hi. That's Ned. So this podcast is all about watching a movie and trying to remember it to give you guys our review. And yes, this is all recorded from the living room couch with my dad laying down. Can you confirm? Yes. Cool. So what movie did we watch? Up your... (laughs) What was it? Up your something. Stop the bit. Don't, don't, don't up your look. No, stop doing a bit. Okay. You know the title. I know. Don't look up your arse. Okay. So, don't look up. 2021 is about two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Ooh. Ooh. So for our review, we're going to try to cover some important categories such as plot, writing, acting, visual, sound, and we will go through those one by one, but I have to start with the very important question. Will you spoil? Um, I forgot how it ended, so probably not. So, so Dad, what, what are your thoughts on this highly anticipated 2021 movie? Was it highly anticipated? Yeah, because it has a star-studded cast. Who's in it again? Well, it Brad Pitt? No. Well, starting off, I, I think <coughs> it's, a, it's a great place to start as the cast is because it was highly anticipated for the big cast, mm-hmm. including Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer oh, Lawrence, DiCaprio. Meryl Streep, Jennifer Jonah Lawrence, Hill, Kate Blanchett, Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Kid Cudi, Ariana Grande, but there's a lot more, including lots more. Mark Rylance. That's not it? not no, telling there's a, there's a lot of people Some in this surprise. movie. My question was, what did you think about this? Maybe they hit? should have cast um, Brad Pitt. You think that would have made it a better movie? Always. Always. So what were your thoughts on this movie? I wish Brad Pitt was in it. Let's be serious. Come on. This is a movie <clears throat> review podcast. Time to review the movie. All right. Let me let me try to think again what it was about. Okay. Do you need some help? Mm, a little. Was so, it, I know there was a meteor. Yeah. It's a comet. So the movie... Comet meteor. The movie starts with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence at University of... Michigan, I believe. Michigan, right. Um, Michigan State. Or Michigan State. And Leonardo DiCaprio is a professor. Professor Mm. Randall Mindy and Jennifer Lawrence is a grad student. And while doing... She's a doctorate. Yeah. Candidate. Let's get the facts Doctorate candidate. But she is doing her daily 
astronomy work and then sees a comet mm -hmm. that is huge in um, in size. It is about five to ten kilometers, and it is headed straight towards Earth, which would be a uh, extinction event if it hit. Okay. And so it's them trying to kind of warn the government. Yes. Uh, President, played by Meryl Streep. Yes. And her son, Jonah Hill, is the chief of staff. Yeah. Kind of, and just being uh, ignored, kind of. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to bring attention to it on social media, but that's not working really either. Right. Um, yeah. So that, that's kind of what it's about. In the, okay. And it is a, a satire comedy film about people trying to make, you know, the world care about a cause that could destroy the world. Uh -huh. Obviously, this is a, uh, a very direct, obvious metaphor for climate change. Climate change. Yeah. And our nation's lack of movement or action on climate change. Oh, and right. scientists telling everybody, hey, climate change is real. And then oh. people still saying, I don't think it is. Okay. So, so with that premise, that was what a good you, idea. What did you think of this movie? It was a good idea. It was a good idea? Uh huh. You want to expand on that? Well, climate change is important. Yeah. And climate change is? Bad. Is it, yeah, it's bad. And it also is real. Real, that's correct. Yeah. You got to let everybody you know you're, real you're not. And it's, no, it's a real bad. Oh, wow. I, right? I think that's kind of, um, it's really funny that this is like a satire for climate change, um, about climate change, because it, that is really like the big takeaway of this movie it's like climate but, change but is bad is, guys why is it just climate change why why wouldn't it be a, a, a satire about covid well about i think partially no no science and... i think partially but i think <clears throat> in terms of like destroying the planet <clears throat> it's a pretty direct metaphor for specifically climate change because scientists for a long time even before covid have been saying, hey, climate change will destroy the planet, mm -hmm. uh, while COVID is more like destroying the, like the planet or the people on the planet. Mm -hmm. Climate change is like about yeah. the planet as a whole. That's a little literal. So, I I mean I think that you know COVID is also yeah, kind be. of included, but I in uh, terms whole... of in terms of our lack of action <clears throat> on I think it's. Our lack of action on science. Um, mm -hmm. it's, there's just really been nothing in terms of climate change. Huh. Okay, Except okay. like, hey, we're going to eliminate our, reduce our carbon emissions by 2050. It's like a lot of people have been saying like, we need to do this now. And mm -hmm. people are saying, okay, but by 2050, you know. No time like now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So you haven't really gotten into your review of the movie. Oh. Yeah. Well, if it had Brad Pitt in it. Okay, can you stop the Brad Pitt bit? Why? I like Brad Pitt. Let's not focus on Brad Pitt. I thought Jennifer exists. Lawrence did a pretty good job. I, I do too. I think she did good. I don't good. know what you have against her. I think she did I don't have anything actress. against her. 
You never always say that she's vapid. Vapid. Vapid? Vapid. She vapes? Vapid. Um Well, I I thought that way in in twenty twelve. Um because she was kind of like I don't know if you remember like the whole internet's obsession with her in twenty twelve and how she would like like she fell on the Oscars and everybody's like she's such a quirky, relatable girl. I think she was like just really sensationalized. You think she fell um, on purpose? No, I think that she was just really like sensationalized. That's to not be her problem. Quirky. Not I know. Her fault. I, it's it's not and it's not her. I'm just so what saying. What did you have against her? I'm well. It's just <laughs> like if um everybody tells you how amazing a movie is over and over again, you're like, oh my god, can you just? I get it. Like I heard it once. You don't have to keep. Mm-hmm. telling me it's kind of it was again why then hold that against social media no, it was, against I, the person that's no i i agree with you it's it's absolutely nothing to do with her it was just a moment and right. i have come she's a good actress. i've come to the the like realization that she like hey that was not silver fair linings me. playbook sure yeah again well, i i don't I, know what i don't know what i don't have anything against her now <clears throat> okay so, I thought both of them were good. I think... Uh, Leo DiCaprio and Jennifer you know, Lawrence. Yeah, most of the other players were, were more bit players. So, yeah. you know, they were... There wasn't a lot of character development, but mm-hmm. it was a cute movie. A cute movie? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that... I don't there... remember how it ended, though. Well, that would be spoiling it if I told you. So. Yeah, don't spoil it, I don't think. Um, yeah, I'll tell I you afterwards. I th- did I take a gummy? No, you didn't. I think I did without telling you. Oh, maybe. But, you know, there's a lot of positives and negatives about this movie. It's getting a lot of very mixed reviews. I don't know why you, you're not supposed to read those before we do our reviews. Yeah, but I... Shouldn't be influenced by... I do people. read reviews, unfortunately. I will say I think there's a lot of positives and negatives. My positive is that I think that through like the editing and the quick movements um and how all over the place this movie felt because there's a lot of like quick cuts and things like that it went by really fast it was over two hours long but it 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 was a a really easy watch for me and i think what i really what i i think the editing really attributed is it really understood kind of like this sense of like frustration like if you talk to a person who thinks climate change is just like i just think it's not real or like same with covid like i think it's a host it's like what is happening that there's not a basic truth that we can all agree on and you're like am i crazy i think that this mm-hmm. movie does really understand that place of frustration yeah and and this movie is written and directed by adam mckay who definitely in his career has a history of making comedies. Like I said, he did Step Brothers, uh, your favorite comedy. I like Step Brothers. Um, he did Other Guys. He worked a lot. He did Anchorman, Anchorman, Anchorman. 1 and I 2. I didn't really like Anchorman. Um, and then he switched to mm. do satire movies. Mm-hmm. So he did The Big Short and then Vice. And this is kind of his next satire. And I, I will say, I don't really know his, I know his comedy work, but I don't know his satire work. So I don't really have a lot to to compare it to but this movie is um uh, well i do have to compare it to his, in terms of satire he's mm-hmm. a producer on succession and right. succession is like a great great satire mm-hmm. this movie it is an okay satire or 
in the way that it's like it i think it kind of loses itself in trying to be a satire where it's almost like not satirical yes it was i think it was but at some points like was it not i think well when i when i'm talking about is that i think really good satire understands the line of subtlety um and kind of just but from somebody that does Step Brothers, you really think there's going to be subtlety? I no, I agree. I went, I didn't, I went into this not with the expectations that this would be a good satire. I kind of went into this That's with good. very little information, which I think actually benefited <laughs> mm-hmm. my viewing experience okay. because a lot of people who are like really looking forward to this movie were very disappointed by it. That's their problem. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't come into it thinking it's going to be a great satire, but it was definitely such an unsubtle satire uh, because there are so many points where it's just like, yeah, you're just making fun of Trump supporters. Like, it's. Right, and what's the problem with that? I'm just saying that. I'm just saying. I'm not. Don't take it personal. I'm not taking it personal. And I also, like, I get it, but I'm just saying. It goes to the point like where the satire was just so unsubtle uh, yeah. at several points, and I think that um, that this movie was it had a lot of cringe laughs. Then where you're just like where mm. like they made memes or like they they Trump supporters saying or you know quote unquote Trump supporters saying don't look up when everybody's saying just look up it's real <laughs> and they're saying mm-hmm. don't look up. Um, and wearing don't look up hats, and right. then Jonah Hill calling his mom hot. I yeah. kept I kept saying, "Oh Jesus Christ!" because the comparison is just so obvious. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that, but it's, you know, people sometimes need obvious to get it. I and think that... he's an obvious guy when you know his past stuff mm-hmm. is all very obvious humor. Yeah, I agree. I think this is like a movie. For the massive masses, having such star power on it, and Leo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, like you can't really expect this to be a subtle satire. Ben Stiller should have been in it. Okay, add to the list. We got Brad Pitt <laughs> and Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. Do you think of anyone else who you think should? Be I, I'll, in it? I'll let you know if I come okay. up with another one. But. I think that there's definitely positives and negatives. Um, the the point of it being a uh, kind of like end of the world comparison to climate change was just very, you know, of course, very obvious, not subtle at all. Mm-hmm. But I think that it, it definitely lacked some uh, nuance, like, okay, so what do you want to do? us to do about it kind of thing in terms of messaging well that was very clear but what what what's clear what to do about it? what to what do we do about they had to shoot the nuke at it oh no not the comet what to do about climate change this wasn't about climate change i know but it's a metaphor for climate change right well shoot the comp shoot the nuke at it shoot the nuke Means, means go full force to fix it Okay, but how does the everyday person watching this movie go full force? This movie was a satire. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about climate change. It was about a comet that was going to hit the I mean, Earth. And, and all they were saying clear... was to pay attention. Science knows what's going on and to do something about it. And everybody around them wouldn't do anything. 
But it's not everybody won't do anything. It's the government. The people who have the power to do something won't do anything. And well, they're even the people on the capitalism. street when they when they were doing it and the well, guy the, was they, just like, don't look up. But they're not the <clears throat> ones not firing the rockets. They're not the ones not taking action. Right, it's but they're the not, government. They're not holding not their helping. government accountable to take action until it was too late. I think, I think even that... Even though I don't remember how it ended. Uh, do you remember how it ended? I honestly do not remember how it ended. Yeah, I, I think that it it definitely leaves with a, hey, nobody's listening, that sucks kind of message. But that's my opinion. Okay. Another kind of last, one of the last things I have is that the music was by Nicholas Bertel, who works with Adam McKay a lot. He does the, he made the Succession theme song, and he did great. I liked him. I like the music of it. I don't remember it. the music. Oh. You know, the first half of this movie was a two, two, over two hours long, so I thought the first half was a little better than the second half. But, again, I, I came out of it, and I thought it was I thought it was a pretty decent watch. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't bored, but I did, like, you know, I went online, or I just, like, went on Twitter, and everybody just hated it. So Why listen to these people on Twitter? It's not about listening. It's not about listening to it. It's just about like coming out of it mm. and not uh, trying to understand how ev- like everyone's experience was so different. Right. So they can have their own experience, yeah. but I, it doesn't change how I feel about the movie. And how do you feel about mm. the movie? I feel pretty good about it. You feel pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what... Since you feel pretty good, let's. Why don't we just get to skip to the end and okay. and do some ratings? So first, did you fall asleep during this movie? I don't think I did. Do you remember me falling asleep? I, I think don't. Your remember mom you asked fall. me once if I fell. Asleep. I think mom did ask. But I don't I, think you did I wasn't fall asleep. asleep. But um, I might have. But I don't, I don't remember. think you did. But I okay. sort of think I fell asleep at the end because I can't remember it. But I don't. I think that was just the gummies. Uh, the ending was not very good, but it's... Let's know. not talk about Let's that. Let's not talk about it. So okay. wh- why don't you rate this movie out of 10? I'm going to give this movie a solid 7. Mm. Because uh, I liked what the, I liked the satire. I liked some of the acting in it. I thought uh, DiCaprio was, was good. And mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence was good. <clears throat> and, um, and the story was entertaining enough to make it seem to go faster so Mm -hmm. seven yeah so i think that was my thought too you know i'm not of giving it a seven out of ten yeah um i i think that like i do understand you know perspectives on this movie but i i can't kind of shake that i did come out of it like and i've we've talked about i don't like movies over two hours and if they're good then the longer I mean, the better. I I when disagree the two-hour with that. Movie I think feels that, like an hour. Then then I think that's that, a great movie. It's engaging and holding. Your I think attention. that is impressive that I was engaged the whole time, and I think that you know I was not expecting too much, or I was in. I was also like not in a bad mood while watching it. So I think I've I, watched movies that are under two hours that seem like a lifetime. Like okay. that. What was that movie that I hated by? Old? M. Night Shyamalan. Old. Oh my Back to God. talking about old. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I had 
You thought you were getting died old. and got reincarnated yeah. watching that damn. I get movie. it. You thought you went to the beach that made you old, and so. it was only like eighty minutes long. Oh yeah. my god, it was the longest well, eighty minutes of my life. I think that this this movie definitely didn't feel too long, and no. it was quick paced, and yeah. I liked the immediate, you know, feeling of the movie. So I I, yeah. I would definitely give it a a seven, but I do understand people's yeah. complaints and about it. Was, it. it was an Impressive production for Netflix. Sometimes you watch them and you go, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a streamer movie." But eh, this it kind of felt like a streamer movie. No, to me. I think it was it went beyond up and beyond uh, streaming hmm. with you know with their character casting, but even you know production values were pretty pretty tight. Well, that is, I think, wraps up our episode. Don't look up. You can watch on Netflix. It is a Netflix movie. It will probably be up for awards in the new suit in the next award season. So we'll 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 see how everyone else what everyone else thinks of it. No, no, not an award. Not it's not, it's not that kind. It's not that good. It's not that good. Other movies that Keaton <coughs> uh, Adam very, McKay it, has done have been nominated. That's for, possible. For, for for not for original screenplay, he won for The Big Short, and then nominated for. Um, I don't. I didn't. Best I don't know if I actor that. and best, best actor and best uh, supporting actor it? for Vice. What was who was in what was Vice? Vice was about George W. Bush and Dick Cheney. It was a satire where oh. uh, Christian Bale played Dick Cheney and Edward Norton played George W. Bush. Yeah, I don't think. And I saw it. also got nominated, I think, for makeup. And then Big Short was about uncovering the housing crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and had yeah. that one had Brad Pitt. Really? Yeah. Well, why wasn't he in this? Uh, questions we ask ourselves. Why wasn't Brad Pitt in this? Oh, well. All Next right. time. Next time. All right. All right. You want right. to say good night? Good night. Good night. <laughs>